You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cheer, Gaten. Sorry for that. How long has it been, Jay? This is our sabbatical. Almost a, a month, maybe? It's been a it's been a hot minute. We've had some technical difficulties for sure. I feel like it's been nearly a month. A um, lot of technical difficulties. We had a lot of issues with Skype and GarageBand, whatever. Every, everything we've been using seems to be broken. I think we have it fixed now. Hopefully, we can actually put this episode out. Uh, let's see how it goes. Let's just get right into it. Hello, come right in. Rock, flag, and eagle! Alright, so since we've been gone, there was this little thing in college football that happened called the National Championship. Uh, in fact, since we've been gone, I think there was the playoffs. So yeah, there's also some bowl games, and there's uh, some snowstorms, and there's quite a bit of things that happened. Right, so a podcast that prides itself in college sports, we kind of dropped the ball on this one and missed like <laughs> all of <laughs> like that. everything that the season led up to. We just completely missed. A few highlights. Missed. Yeah. Um, not bad, though, because we got to just watch football and enjoy it and not have to constantly talk about it on the podcast but you that's know that's weird that's neither here I, first first of all i got a, i got a question before we start yeah um so i'm, I'm kind of snowed in here in raleigh okay we we've got about seven inches and it's still coming down which is you know groundbreaking for this part of the country really yeah well i mean well, I thought north carolina in, got snow i don't know not not in the central and eastern parts of the state okay definitely yeah. on the, the mountains for sure in my little texas uh, mindset i just think every other part of the country has snow except us yeah, well, I, no, Texas, yeah, is, is different. Um, but no, uh, Raleigh's been put in a, a state of emergency. You know, all <laughs> schools are canceled for three okay. days, okay. blah, blah, blah. Um, so I went out and got a frozen pizza because I don't really know how to prepare food when it's these types of conditions. Well, and everything uh, else is frozen, so you might as well just stick with the tradition the that's been going on, yeah. So I got the, um, I don't know, I just got one of the, the DiGiorno's, and on the instructions it says to either place it on a pan 
or place it directly on the rack. Yeah. Or no, yeah, yeah, directly on the rack yeah. in the oven. Yep. I've always been pretty scared to put it base, uh, just straight on the rack because I've had some some bad experiences with the cheese falling through. Okay. Um, but I didn't have a pan that was clean. Okay. So I just stuck it in, and I'm hoping that it doesn't, you know, the cheese falls through. Like, should I be worried about that? So I think on the Twitter page we'll have to have some kind of poll asking what people do, what they prefer. I'm a big no pan guy. I just like putting it on the rack. I don't think it makes a difference, but in my dumb head I just think, okay, well this is gonna give it like a more like toasty, crispy. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's like Burger King versus a uh, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. that like. And you- then it hopefully like captures some of the flavors that were left on there from other yep. um, food that were left on there. Yeah, I'm hoping that it doesn't just all go awry and that I don't forget it in there. Well, I'm a big fan of this. Um, Also, on the topic of everyone freaking out because it's cold outside, here in Austin, and I think most of the state, we had MLK holiday on Monday, obviously, um, took that off. And then Tuesday, yesterday, we it was frozen conditions, I think is what they said, because it was like under 30 degrees, which doesn't happen here. And so all the schools were closed. Uh, everything was closed. Everybody took it off. I mean, it was awesome. We, it was just like a, an extra day off. So we had Monday off and then Tuesday off. The thing is, me and the fiance went out to a movie. Oh, that's. I was about to say, I don't think that news has been broken on this podcast, actually. Oh, it's been that long since we've recorded. Yeah, yeah so I am engaged. Uh, took a little trip out to Santa Fe, New Mexico, awesome part of the country. Uh, kind of solidifies the fact that I'm a huge New Mexico State fan. Um, I was in New Mexico when they won their bowl game, so uh, I don't want to say that they won because of me, but you can't prove that they it wasn't because of me. Um, either way, we went to a movie, uh, Insidious 4, which I'm going to do a review for, for anybody that actually listens to my movie reviews. Um, no, no ice on the roads. Nothing. It was just, like, cold. And that's the mentality here in Texas. If it's cold, you just like close everything. Oh, you, I, yeah. I thought you were just continuing, but no, nope, that's about it. Yeah, if it's, I don't know how it <laughs> is in Raleigh, but if it's cold here, you close everything. That's that's yeah, because people don't have jackets. That's the big thing. Yeah, we don't own jackets uh, in, in states like in states like this, like border states, um, kind of in between the deep south and the north. The excuses, the uh, the equipment that's available. You know, we don't have ice machines. Or uh, salt machines to to right. salt the the roads, but your excuse is just people don't have jackets, right? Which is a pretty fair excuse. I mean, we have like fleeces, we have like Patagonia fleeces. Yeah, it's like um, where, how how do you expect us to get all this deep uh, oh, winter weather clothes in such short time when when we don't know it's coming? You know, I, I understand that. I will say a lot of people here have Carhartt jackets just because it's like the thing to wear in Texas if it's like below sixty degrees, but yeah, it's still like we don't know what to do. Like we put on a car jacket and we're still freezing our asses off. So a lot of that's just for looks too. Yeah, it's absolutely for looks. It's just like a cool like uh, cowboy looking thing to do, and it's Texas. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I'm glad that we both uh, are in states where they just kind of shut it down. Y'all actually get snow and ice. We just get cold and we we close it down. I'm sure California may be similar. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't really keep speaking up with California. Of, speaking of Texas and speaking of the West Coast, um, quite the quarterback controversy we had on our hands for the national championship. Obviously, Jalen Hurts from Houston, Texas, and, and Tua yep. Tagovailoa. Yep. I think I got his name right. Mm-hmm. Tua Tagovailoa. I've heard it enough just through recruiting, um, being an Ole Miss fan, that I, that I hope I got it right. 
but um, it's going to be an interesting. Yeah, obviously, I think everybody's got an idea of what happened during the national championship game. Um, Jalen Hurst gets pulled at halftime. Tua comes in and leads a, a great comeback, wins the national championship, and takes us into an off season where it's going to be kind of an interesting uh, a debate over whether Jalen Hurst should transfer, stay. Um, what should the quarterback depth chart look like going into the next season? Yeah, it's a it's a tough controversy because he, they were losing the national championship. You know, there's no doubt about it. It didn't look like they were going to win. He gets taken out, and they win the national championship. That's just kind of it. Um, I know a lot of University of Houston people have been like, "Hey, come back Jalen home, Jones, man! Yeah. <laughs> like, we always got a spot for you." But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he stays. Who is the kid that? Threw a punch at the, the coach. Ah, uh, man! I wish I, I wish I knew his name right now. And it's uh, a he's weird number 40, name. Forty-seven or forty-eight. Yeah, it's pronounced weird. I think it's spelled weird. I don't know. But you see, he transferred to Tennessee State. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's no surprise. <laughs> yeah, some some other uh, players were on there on Twitter, just like, oh man, he was already planning on transferring. It has nothing to do with that. I'm like, come on, come on. Yeah, no, I mean. Maybe he was planning on it, but this definitely expedited the process. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, he's definitely going to get the same looks at Tennessee State that he would have at Alabama. I'm sure that was his plan the whole time. Yeah, no, I agree. And then um, even if he was thinking about transferring, I'm sure he was thinking about transferring somewhere maybe a little bit better than Tennessee State. <laughs> yeah, and then after like a D1 happened, school? <laughs> it was like, oh, well, my, my options were just kind of limited. Yeah, yeah, they kind of went out the window. So that's where he's at, and, I mean, no surprise there. You don't really... Kind of a rule of thumb, don't throw a punch at a coach or any staff member, or really anybody. Really anybody, but especially not somebody of authority. Yeah. Um, back to back to Jalen Hurts. Uh, I thought it was, it was a pretty good point. I listened to, to uh, Bill Connolly and, and um, Stephen Godfrey's podcast earlier today. And, and Bill Connolly made the pretty good reference, I think, that was talking about Jalen Hurts is like the ultimate security blanket because Alabama, their one constant is going to be well, outside of their running game, their one constant is going to be a strong defense that can limit the the opposing team's offense. And yeah. so all you need out of a quarterback, really, is someone that's not going to make mistakes, which is Jalen Hurts to a T. You know, he never turns the ball over. Um, he's very safe uh, with his with his reads and his decision-making. And for the most part, that gets them to these situations. But, you know, once you get into this situation of a, of a championship game, a national championship game... A team that's as need good someone, as you, if not better. Yeah, who's, yeah. who's kind of going to expand the field a little bit and make the team a little bit more dynamic. And so that's where uh, the, the switch to Tua actually made sense, finally. Um, and it's probably I, – I could see them just kind of sticking with him. He's got a ton of upside. I mean, more than Jalen has shown, I'd say. I, I agree with that, but I also agree with – who would you say? It was Bill Conley that made that comment? Yeah, I think I think he had heard that from someone else okay. and I think just relayed that information, but that's who, that's who I heard it from. Well, I kind of – I do kind of – see where he's coming from and i i kind of agree it might not be a terrible idea to just if he stays if you can convince him to stay to start him um because whatever his face is um (laughs) is a is a freshman and i don't think you know he'll be a little upset he's like well i just won the national championship why am i not starting but it'd be easier to tell him dude you know you're a little bit younger and we appreciate it and you're gonna get playing time this year for sure but we're gonna start the guy that we know took us to the national championship at least for now yeah, that's true. At least for now, you know, like, and if he messes up again, you're in. And your future here is very, very bright. 
Like, you're going to get more playing time because of what you did. But we're going to stick with what we know right now. Because if you lose Jalen Hurt, what if it was just a one-time thing? Like, it was a national championship. He just, under the pressure, just performed very well. You know, you never really know. Um, so I think I would try to keep Jalen Hurt on um, on the team just just because you, you never know. And granted, it's Alabama. You know, even if it didn't pan out, they're still going to get to the playoffs. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll yeah, um, I I I wish it were, I wish it were that easy. And I would heard um, rumors that that Tua was actually going to transfer to UCLA had he not um, given that playing time. And so wow. this was kind of the and obviously I don't know how how legitimate those rumors were. Yeah, that's true. But it does make you think. Um, you know, he was a five star quarterback and he was sitting on the bench. And if he didn't see a future there, because there's only a one year difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's it doesn't true. make it quite as easy. If if it were a senior and a freshman, or a senior and a a sophomore, or just I don't know, more than one year apart, I guess it it make the situation a little more palatable. Um, but it's just when the key to going pro is actually getting playing time. Yeah, and that's what these two guys are trying to do. Eventually, uh, it just makes it hard. And what sucks is that one of these guys will likely transfer, and they're gonna have to sit out a year. And I mean. It's just the nature of, of playing at a big school like this. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, wherever you're probably gonna have to. Is it like a guaranteed you have to sit out a year? Does there have to be like a coaching change or something for you to not have to? I mean, I'm not really yeah, sure about I, exactly yeah, the rules. Exactly, I don't know all the stipulations. I know uh, most of the time when players transfer in these situations, it's you sit out a year and then you're then you're back to eligibility. Just like uh, what was the quarterback that transferred to Oklahoma? From Texas A&M, uh, can't think of his name. Yeah, uh, he was one of the three when they all left. Yeah, yeah, he was Kyle s- Allen, Kenny Hill, and then him, right? Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because that's true. Because Kyle Allen also sat out a year. I don't know if yeah. Kenny Hill he must um, have, but it doesn't. And seem I, I, like it. I love the rumors where Jalen Hurts to Florida Atlantic under Lane Kiffin again. Oh that's, my god! That's my favorite. <laughs> that would actually I, be amazing, and I would love that with every bone in my body. I would, I would, because that would, I think, that would keep Florida Atlantic strong for yeah. next season. Yeah, that would be great. It's, I'm definitely, that's the one I'm hoping for the most. That's also not very likely. Um, well, I expect him to go play at a power five school again because he's still extremely talented. Well, extremely talented. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I might be walking that back a little bit. Well, I wish nothing bad against Jalen Hurt, but um, I do wish he would have stayed in the game because I picked Georgia to Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Wait, you said you wish you don't wish bad against Jalen Hurts, but you just said that you want him to go to Houston. Yeah. 
So that's, I mean, that's you're contradicting yourself. Why? That's not bad. That's great. <laughs> because the Houston is going to win five games. Excuse me? I'm just joking. What the hell are you talking about? All right, we're not going to get into that. But anyway, um, yeah, before the playoffs even started, I, I did say it would be Alabama-Georgia, but I did pick Georgia. So I wasn't 100% right, but that was a pretty good. Uh, I think a lot of people picked Oklahoma over Georgia. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy I stuck with that. Watching, I was driving back from New Mexico and had to stop at an Arby's to watch at least like two quarters of that game. And it looked like Oklahoma had it. So I was like, all right, let's just leave. Like, fuck this. Uh, even though I love Arby's and I never want to leave an Arby's, uh, I left an Arby's because I was, <laughs> I was upset. Uh, also, the Arby's in Roswell, New Mexico, shout out for having the game on. That's a pretty That's good, awesome. like for an Arby's, pretty good move. Yeah. In Roswell, yeah. New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I probably shouldn't ignore, or I probably shouldn't uh, pass up the chance or the opportunity to mention how classic of a game the Rose Bowl was. Sorry that he had to miss the second half. Yeah. yeah. It that... was it was pretty incredible and definitely one that kind of goes into the uh, the history books, something that you kind of look back towards. I was I was getting like updates on my phone and keeping up with it while I was driving. Uh, I do condone checking uh, sports games and uh, scores while you're driving. I think that's okay. Um so driving through New Mexico, I was keeping up with it, but it's just never the same, you know. No. You know it's a crazy game, and it's great that you're like keeping up with the score, but that almost hurts worse because you're like, oh my god, I'm missing such a good game right now. Especially when such a large part of watching the Rose Bowl is just the visuals mm-hmm. and, and seeing the mountains in the background and the sun setting yep. over the over the stadium. Yep. And so yeah, it's it's one thing to keep up with the score, but it's not like New Mexico State versus Utah State. While, you know, you actually have to. while we're talking about national championships, and uh, how do you feel about the UCF national champion? Um, <laughs> what's, you know, what's your thoughts? Because it was a troll at first, and we laughed about it, but now it kind of became a real thing. So I got to ask you. They threw in a tie parade. Well, obviously, I think it's I think it's bogus, but I think it. I mean, it's it's kind of a, a smart choice by the administration of the school, like. It's a win-win for them. Yep. Um, they're getting all this publicity, and then they're they're getting the mentions on the on the national championship uh, they got broadcast. Mentioned. Yeah, that's insane. And so it's like you know they can always play it off as like oh this is just our cute little thing, but at the same time it's like we're actually getting some notoriety out of this, and oh, we're time. actually being in conversations for for playoffs. And like, and here's the issue: is they have a valid argument. That's that's really where it comes down. That's the biggest issue with this whole thing. If it was kind of a troll, then that's funny. The problem is they have a valid argument. My issue is, though, you have to have rules. You know, you have to have a set of rules, and they were not yeah. in the playoffs. They cannot be national champions. That's just, and it's unfortunate. I would yeah. love to see them in the playoffs. I think they deserved a spot. I think, if anything, the best thing that can come from this is a possible expansion to, like you suggested earlier uh, in one of the episodes, instead of eight, just go to six with two buys. Um, mm-hmm with every just have every conference champion in with a g5 wild card uh, spot best of the g5 i think that'd be great and ucf would actually be in the spot and they could say all right we're here to prove that we deserved it yeah yeah no i i, I still like if that's if that's the reform we're going to i'm all for it mm-hmm. i just i just have a feeling with with the way the committee is run that that's not at all what they're going to do and they, they haven't shown us that they're willing to even pay attention to uh to g5 schools uh so it's unfortunate that in the near future it doesn't look like any kind of reform is going to happen i will say i think that's a it's a problem 
when you don't listen to what people want. Eventually, it comes crashing down on you. Um, I'm not saying in the near future there will be an alternative, but I know we've talked about alternatives to college athletics. And, I mean, you keep ignoring what the people want, and eventually something's going to happen. I mean, LeVar Ball with his idea for <laughs> basketball. That's, we'll see if that pans out. It may not pan out for LeVar Ball, but the fact that it's already been talked about, at least in basketball, which is the second highest revenue sport in college, uh, the NCAA needs to be a little concerned with that. Maybe not LeVar Ball, but the fact that people now are like, that's not a terrible idea. Yeah, maybe someone with a little more level head with that idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, that might be more concerning for them. Just a little bit more of a level head. But yeah, but he has a big he has a big platform. Um, I mean, I, I wrote an article on the blog, uh, something similar to this, about like what's going to happen. Like, is there a possibility that eventually college sports goes away from it? Um, yada yada yada. Essentially, so in two thousand, I have stats because of the article that I wrote, and um, in two thousand and sixteen. Uh, football NCAA average revenue by sport football was just under 32 billion dollars so huge you know that's obviously the money maker uh, and basketball was at a little over 8 billion but then after that oddly enough men's hockey was next which is kind of cool really? yeah but they were you know not even quite 3 billion so i don't ba- think- basketball still fairly you know, a solid second place. Not even. No, yeah, contending. yeah, it's the big two. I didn't. I right. actually didn't think outside of those two sports that, that any uh, college sport actually made any revenue. Uh, yeah. It, well, it looks like everybody makes revenue. It says average well, revenue by sport. No, I think we maybe think about different metrics then, because I think when you actually when when the schools look at the bottom line, they're actually losing money on every sport except for football and basketball. Well, I think maybe uh, each sport has a revenue, but then as like for a school athletic budget, they probably don't make money uh, compared to how much an entire athletic budget costs. Like softball, it says they make you know almost seven hundred million dollars, but that would be compared to the softball uh, cost, like how much it costs to run softball. Whereas so that, yeah, so that, if you look at an athletic gross. department, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think for that sport, there is revenue for each sport because they just don't put as much money into it. Um, but when you look at an entire school, like they, how much they have to pay in football, that it's going to take out of some of this. Either way, okay, so we're not mathematicians. We'll but yeah, I did write an article similar to that. <laughs> the article actually, the conclusion I came to was esports is a lucrative option in the future. Um, obviously, we would no longer be podcasting because we know nothing about esports. <laughs> but uh, apparently, there's already like huge leagues all over college campuses and it's almost as big as greek life now yeah that that kind of stuff just kind of blows my mind it's way over my head it's way over my head there's uh like more than 220 chapters nationwide at different colleges with different teams mm-hmm. that's insane that's insane and, they're and, saying yeah, and people two- and people fill up arenas to go watch these things yeah they're saying by 2019 esports um will be expected the industry will be expected to have a one billion dollar revenue that's insane yeah so you know maybe ncaa needs to look at starting to make money off of that because the schools already offer scholarships for it and have like practice facilities with just computer like nice computers and a lot of schools you wouldn't expect like the whole state of georgia pretty much every college there now offers scholarships to their for their colleges for esports 
Well, I expect Georgia Tech to be part of that list. Uh, actually, it's not Georgia Tech. Plays like Georgia really? State, Georgia Southern. Uh, the biggest school, I think, is University of California, Irving. Um, is it Irving or Irvine? I don't know how they pronounce it. Either way, they have like I posted a photo of their facility, and it is insane. I mean, they have probably at least probably close to 50 computers with like the chairs and the whole setup, you know, the gamer setup. It's wild. Damn. Yeah. So, you know, maybe something to look at, but either way. Yeah. I think, um, when the committee just doesn't want to listen to what the people want. And I think overall it's a vast majority of people want it to change somehow. Um, when they don't listen, I I just think it, it, you know, it leads to consequences, but you know, nothing, nothing soon, but eventual maybe. Yeah, maybe slowly. Slowly it'll happen. Yeah, you know, maybe something. Um, yeah, so that's UCF. I think, you know, I think what they did is great, winning their bowl game. I don't think they're the national champions, but if I'm trolling people on Twitter, they're definitely the national champions. Yeah, yeah. No, um, and maybe this is kind of an urgent push because they know that they once they lost Scott Frost, uh, they might just be back to a, a decent team. Uh, well, if, if it, uh, if it's a trend when they lose a good coach, they're much worse than decent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm concerned with. Uh, yeah. Owen, Owen 13. That's not a good look. I don't expect them to drop off the cliff that severe, but I mean, it has happened to them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It literally that, happened, happened to them. Yeah. A few Recently years ago. To them. So I wouldn't have expected that big of a drop off, but yeah, I think they're they're in a little bit better situation than they were um, after that. But they did. I mean, it's nearly the exact same situation. They won the Fiesta Bowl against Baylor. You know, big upset uh, in a New Year's Bowl. They lose their coach and they lose every single game the next year. So I don't know. I, I guess I can't say for sure either way because based on uh, past experiences, I, I don't know. So that pretty much sums up football for the entire year. We just uh, summed <laughs> up uh, the year of football in about 20 minutes. Um, sorry for all of our listeners for missing like the most important part. But you know what? You had so many other podcasts you can listen to. Now that football's over, maybe that'll trim the fat a little bit. You know, Maybe it'll yeah. get rid of some of those other like poser podcasts that are just and like the, us. The offseason, it's more entertaining than the regular season, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. In my article, the first thing I said was, like, football season's officially over, and thank God, so now I can start, you know, talking about random shit. Um, I guess one more thing before we get off football completely, I wrote a, another article about how you, there's a huge push now. Um, a state representative from Florida wrote a letter to the Big 12 saying that he wants USF and UCF in the Big 12. Mm. Yeah, so Florida politicians now are getting involved behind the hype. Uh, USF just kind of riding the coattails of the success of UCF like they do. And uh, the talk has now started for another Big 12 expansion. Unfortunately, it's all pro-UCF and USF. Of course, I wrote an entire article about why why U of H belongs there <laughs> but you know my article actually has facts and statistics uh-huh. and like reasons for why they should join but whatever whatever uh you know ucf won so uh, they should join um but okay. i mean looking forward we can definitely incorporate some definitely a good balance between 
college basketball and college football. And random um, like things that we think of for college football during the off season. Yeah, I think that's you know rumor season will start in a few months again, and yeah, it, it'll be fun. There's so much football now we're going to talk about. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned Kevin Sumlin going to Arizona oh and all the God. coaching changes that oh have happened. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. And we have so much time to mention it because it's offseason. This is the best exactly. part. We can take all the yeah. time we want to talk about it. And we don't have to be proven wrong because during the season we'll be like, oh, this is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And then that same week we look stupid. So <laughs> at least this way like you can't prove us wrong because it's all speculation. Yeah, yeah. So And then uh, – I guess now's a good time to segue into, into college basketball since let's, that's... Let's talk a little bit about college basketball. Um, I haven't completely dove into it fully yet um, because football just ended. I'm taking you know taking my time a little bit. Yeah, we should, we should probably preface this by saying that we know more about college football than we do about college basketball. Yeah, uh, uh, I know more about college baseball that... <laughs> than I know about college basketball, actually. All, so. all the perspectives that we, that we, that we um, portray in the next coming months about college basketball are going to be from a casual fan that takes a similar approach that we do covering college football and just trying, uh, I guess, map that on college basketball. Yeah, I think the difference is... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Is with, college bas- uh, with college football, you know, we've been keeping up with that for years with a weird passion. Uh, I don't have that same amount. I'm not saying I don't love college basketball. I do. But the weird obsession is not quite there that I have with uh, football and also i have that with baseball so come baseball season i'm going to be talking a lot um most underrated sport most underrated sport in all of the world college baseball that's that said though it it should provide a kind of a unique perspective um coming from from two people that kind of uh we we look at it from an outsider's perspective but also um kind of a focused approach because when we prepare for these episodes we'll actually dive into this stuff yeah and also you know we'll have I'm thinking for the basketball season, I'll have a couple people come on that know much more about basketball than we do. Even if it's just people that played high school basketball that like to watch college basketball, you know, even just that, uh, they might have a little bit more insight for us um, because neither of us actually played uh, basketball. 
at least not, well, I, at least not past up. the age of like sixth grade. I play pickup pretty much two, three times a week. So I mean, I play pickup t- occasionally, but people don't like to play with me. Uh, one, I'm five nine, five nine and a half to be fair. Um, so sto- why you know stocky, stocky ish, and uh, I just rather than have talent on the court, I just play overly like aggressive defense. And for some reason, people that actually like know how to play the game don't appreciate that. Um, it's weird. Yeah, so I just kind of foul, and if they call the foul, I'm like, oh, what? You can't handle that pussy? Can't handle that? Mm-hmm. Is that too tough yeah, for no. you? I play pl- prison rules, you know? Like, this pickup. You so. douchebags bring your A game? Yeah, no, good strategy. Yeah, you I don't call know why a foul, then you're, then you're a pussy. Blu-ray! So yeah. I'll just, you know, I'll push them a little bit. Uh, if they're really, like, embarrassing me, I'll really push them, like, to the ground, trip. You know, whatever I got to do to not be embarrassed. And then I can look hard by being like, oh, you can't handle this? This is how I play. Mm-hmm. I was a wrestler in high school. We don't have athletic like skills in anything. So we have right. to compensate. Um, so for those who have missed the first half of the college basketball season, pretty much the only names you need to know is Trey Young from Oklahoma. Uh, mm-hmm. Freshman, pretty much like Seth Curry, who's 19 years old, 18 years old, I don't know. Um, just jacks up threes, has a lot of turnovers. Um Going to definitely go in the draft, probably top three pick. Yeah, and Oklahoma's going off, no doubt. But the entire Big 12 is just really good. Yeah, and then another handful of players, you know, Morgan Bagley, Marvin Bagley, sorry, from Duke, the freshman, uh, big man. Uh, DeAndre Ayton from Arizona, he's another big man freshman. And then another big man freshman that I like, uh, Mohamed Bamba from yeah. Texas. Yeah, so just your normal basketball schools, I guess. Yeah, and so I think what we're going to do um, is similar to what we did for football and kind of in hopes that we keep up a little bit more with some smaller schools mm-hmm. is do our conference allegiance. Um, but rather than do the 10 conferences, you know, the power five plus the G five, we are going to select schools from a, from a handful of smaller conferences, basketball uh, conferences, I guess mostly. more basketball conferences. Yeah. yeah. The well, ones the that don't is have on the, there, but yeah, mostly just, basketball heavy conferences you don't know them for football or really any other sport uh you only pay attention to them for basketball which is fun though this is this will be a way that we can actually keep up with a lot of these smaller schools and smaller conferences that we would never talk about otherwise yeah and and we'll definitely be seeing some of these schools come the tournament and then hopefully we'll have some advantage when we're when we're filling out our brackets that's the hope So do you want to give the people the rundown for the conferences that we will be picking from? Definitely, yeah. Um, so so I splurged and I paid the 20 bucks and got my Ken Palm uh, subscription. And from there, I went to the conference rankings. And this is just uh, the it's a, a ranking of the list of, of efficiencies. I don't, know, don't want to get too detailed, but it's pretty much just a power ranking of all the conferences. Yeah, we so never got, get too detailed in this podcast. It's got it's got all 32 basketball conferences ranked, um, starting with the Big 12, ending with the Southwestern Atlantic, or Athletic, sorry, Southwestern Athletic Conference. And so I just eliminated all of the, the 10 conferences that we've already got our schools. And then from there, I uh, limited it to the top 10 conferences that are, I guess, what we call basketball conferences. And so these are uh, as follows, the Big East, the Missouri Valley, the Atlantic 10, the West Coast Conference, Summit, Colonial, Western Athletic Conference, Ivy League, uh, Southern Conference, and the Metro Atlantic. Okay. And so those those are the ten conferences 
that uh, we will select schools from. I will be doing the random random selections. I don't know about your selection process. I so, guess you should probably. Yeah, so you do random because if you end up doing bad, you can just blame it and be like, well, it was just random. Like, mm-hmm. it's completely random. I had nothing to do with this. I actually step up like a man and take responsibility for my wins and losses. Um, I pick my teams, not based on how good they are, but just kind of based on something in my life, kind of slumdog millionaire style. Um, something that's happened in my life is why I picked these teams. I got you. No, it makes sense to me. Yeah. So you want to start it out? Let's yeah, do this. Yeah, I'm going to start out on Big East. Okay. So luckily I've, I've already done the, the legwork on all these. I've filled in all the names and everything. So I'll just hit random and I have Providence. Okay. You got Providence. All right. Big East. First of all, I want to say first, first things first, if you get, random one of these teams that i had planned i am gonna be at a loss um and i'll have to look up the rest of the teams to pick a random one um or i guess i'll let you just randomize it if you pick one um second of all with these smaller schools i really had to reach to have like a reason to have any of these schools um because you know for most of these conferences i'll know probably a third of the schools Mm -hmm. um so we'll start with you said big east right yep I'm going Creighton. I'm going Creighton because I had a friend that went to college at Creighton. Nice. Um, they're having a decent year, you know. Four and two in the conference. Yeah. Fourteen and four overall. Most I found most of the teams actually were doing decent. Usually not the best team in the conference, but you know, up in the, like the top five. So I'll all be. Right. I think I'll be happy with all these. All right. Next up is the Missouri Valley, and I get Missouri State. Okay. Pretty okay. good. They're, they're doing really good this year. All right. Uh, from Missouri Valley, I am picking Illinois State because I had a roommate that was from Chicago, which is in the state of Illinois. Nice. Well done. Thank you. Like I said, I reached for a lot of these. All right. Atlantic 10. We got some we got some prime candidates here. Rhode Island's doing good. Davidson's doing hot. St. Bonaventure. Uh, let's see who I get. Ooh, George Mason. Oh. See, and George Mason was one of my possible ones. Um, I picked Davidson because our grandfather went to school there. Yep, he sure did. Yep. Like I said, all these I'm going to have a reason for. All right, what's next? West Coast Conference. Okay. Uh, This has got some heavyweights. It's got Gonzaga, St. Mary's, BYU, uh, San Diego, Pacific, la-da-da, and I have St. Mary's. Okay. Nice. That's a pretty good one. I like that one. That one's fun. Yeah, definitely my that's best a, team so far. Yeah, and that's just a basketball school, which is which is good to have when we're doing something like this because we're just trying to get basketball schools. Um, mm-hmm. I picked San Diego uh, only because during the football season, this is where I stretch it out a little bit. During the football season, I was really high on SDSU, hyping them up all year, and it's in the same city. So there you go. Wow. That's some pretty some pretty close ties. <laughs> that was the closest I had for West Coast. I'm not even lying. <laughs> All right. Next up is Summit League, which is currently, I guess, a little dominated by the two South Dakota schools. Which you know uh, I'm going to pick one of those because Yeah, let's ties. see if I can get the other one. Okay. And I got Fort Wayne. Yeesh. Yeah, that's not – that's Fort Wayne, Indiana. Can't imagine, I guess, a, a weirder school for me to get. Okay, um, I am going the real SDSU, South Dakota State, because most of my friends from South Dakota went to school there, and I've partied there quite a bit in Brookings. Awesome town, hobo days, great time. 
uh, I love SCSU. All right, awesome. Colonial, the Colonial Athletic Association, which looks like it's currently uh, Towson is a very strong candidate there. Okay. Um, and I get Hofstra. Are, are they good right now? I, can't, I don't know. Hofstra, no. I mean, all these schools that I'm getting are just like very middle of the pack, and none of them are going to make the tournament except for St. Mary's probably. Okay. That's going to suck come tournament time because you'll have no one yeah, to cheer I mean, for. We'll see, if I, we'll see if I luck out on any of these last I ones. I think my SDSU will probably do it for me. Um, Colonial, I picked UNC Wilmington because our parents live near Wilmington. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, that was it's the like, closest. Let's not give away exact details. Yeah, no, no. Near Wilmington. <laughs> somewhere in the two-hour range of Wilmington. How about that? All right. Um, Western Athletic Conference next up. Whack, baby. Yeah, it looks like New Mexico State and Utah Valley are some, some of the, the top dogs in that well, conference this year. Well, you know who I'm picking, right? Uh, I've got a decent idea. I've okay. got Grand Canyon. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the Antelopes. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, they have a lot of commercials, don't they? Because you can take their classes online. That's right, yeah. So there you go. You could actually be a student. of the, You could become an alumni if you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's true. You should sign up and get a t-shirt. Um, All right, who are you picking? I'm picking New Mexico State. Uh, I became a New Mexico State Aggies fan during the football season. Uh, I proposed to my now fiance in the state of New Mexico. It just, you know, I was going to go to New Mexico State. Even if they were the worst team, that's the team I was picking. All right, next up is the Ivy League. Okay. Um, this doesn't really have any... This is gonna be uh whoever gets in on the tournament. It looks like is just gonna kind of be scraping by. Um, don't expect whoever wins this tournament and makes it to the big field to go very far. But that said, what's the rankings right now for Ivy? Can you read it off? The the standings. Yeah. Uh, Penn, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Brown, Dartmouth, Columbia, Cornell. Oh man, the team I am picking is uh, that sucks. Okay, go on. All right, and I get Penn. Okay, you said they were doing good, right? They're winning. They are in first in their conference, but, uh, still but not just a very good looking. Team. No, no, okay. just in, in, in comparison to the rest of the conference or the rest of the uh, NCAA. No, they're not. Very so, good. like the one team that you get that's leading the conference is like probably <laughs> the worst team that you have. Yep. yep. Um, I am gonna pick Cornell just because I love Andy from the Office. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I figured that was what you're gonna pick once you said, "Oh, that's not looking too good." For me. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. But like I said, I kind of already had these schools planned out because uh, I just wanted a reason for why I was gonna cheer for them. And you know, Andy from the office, love Cornell. Go Big mm-hmm. Red. Cornell, you ever heard of it? The Southern Conference is next up. Uh, <laughs> this is definitely run by East Tennessee State and oh. Furman in some in some capacities. Okay. And I have Wofford. Nice. I like Wofford. Okay. Yeah, that's actually a cool school. Uh, what are they, the Bulldogs or something like that? Yeah, they are. Uh, Fletcher McGee. You know, they're actually the Terriers. But oh, okay. Well, they're they've a got dog. Bulldog mascot. That's how you know. That's how you know. We're, uh, we're a real college sports podcast because we know random fucking mascots like that that you have mm-hmm. no reason to know. Uh, Southern, I'm going UNCG. Yeah, no, they've got a, they've got a chance to make the tournament this year. Really? Well, I mean, if they win their conference, obviously. Okay. But, well, uh, I almost went to, to grad school there. That's the only reason. 
All right. I applied Next to up. grad school there, and then I don't know <laughs> if I got in or not. I just kind of like stopped because I live in Austin, so I decided Sounds to stay done. here. Yeah. All right, and last but not least is the Metro Atlantic Conference. Okay. Uh, not not too many that stand out here. Iona, Ryder, uh, Canisius, I guess. And I get Monmouth. That's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, uh, popular, popularly known for their sideline celebrations. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's something, you know. Um, this one, you know what? I'm going to let you just do a, do a random for me because I really don't. There's like I can't think of one reason to pick any of these schools. All right. You ready? Yeah. Niagara. How are they doing? Uh, eleven and eight. They are in fifth in the conference at four and two. Okay. Well, so, I mean, yeah. So is <laughs> that there. like is that like Niagara Falls? I'm guessing. Yeah. No, Niagara is in Niagara, New York. I think yeah, that's Niagara Falls. Okay. Cool. Um, Jim and Pam's real marriage was at Niagara Falls in the office. It was. That's where they actually got married. That's where yep. they they did their their vows. Their actual. Yep. So I'll take that one. That's a pretty good one, actually. So I have a reason for every school, mm-hmm. even if two of them are from the office references. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, cause a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like St. Mary's is definitely the best school out of my bunch. Um, Providence, yeah, they're doing decent. And then Missouri State's all right, but everything after that is just pretty much garbage. Yeah, like I said, I'm not really sure how all my schools are doing, because I just picked them based on... I mean, I'm sure Davidson's doing good. They're always a good team. Uh, South Dakota State, I know they're doing good. New Mexico State's doing good. Outside yeah, New Mexico that, State's actually doing pretty, pretty not bad. Yeah. Um, Davidson, yeah, they're doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, you got some, you got some decent teams. I think I have, like I said, I think a lot of my teams are like top five in their conference. That's like mostly. Creighton, Creighton's definitely your best team. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, there you go. I, like I said, I got good. I don't think I have. Other than Cornell, I don't think I have a single like bad team, so I'm in pretty fact, I'm pretty excited. In fact, if you want to watch your team play tonight, they're actually playing in five minutes. Uh, Creighton's got a huge game against Seton Hall. Actually, I will Fox watch that Sports then. One. That that actually sounds like a sweet matchup. Yeah, no, that's it's that's the, top the two 30 best ma- in the conference, right? Top thirty RPI matchup. That's the yeah. I think they're the two highest ranked in their conference. I believe. Well, no, Big East got Villanova and Xavier, and uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Villanova and Xavier are definitely up there. Um, either way, that's a big matchup. Um, awesome. So we have our basketball conference allegiance. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what we'll do is just kind of update on recent games, uh, upcoming game standings, uh, anything that we find of note. Yeah. And then I guess just kind of like a larger picture. Hopefully we can form that just by covering these teams. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it'll make us actually like pay attention to some of these teams that we normally wouldn't. So that's good. You tell me that you haven't been paying attention to Hofstra this whole time. Uh, you know what? Actually, I have been. I'm a pretty di- I'm a pretty big diehard fan. So most of these teams I haven't been paying attention to. I, sh- I should mm-hmm. go back and, and correct myself on that because like Niagara, everybody knows I've been a diehard fan since day one. So when they finally get good and everybody starts hopping on that bandwagon, I can say, hey, I've been here the whole time. Do you know what, what uh, Hofstra's 
uh, mascot is? No, I don't. The pride. Ooh, well, I got the pride. <laughs> you got the pride. Their coach is Joe Mahalik. Oh, man. That's pretty good. Wikipedia good. is yeah. great, isn't he it? Actually, he came from Niagara. Oh, shit. That's right. I've been following him the whole the whole way. So Yeah. I was a little disappointed when he left. Um, I thought that was kind of a lateral move for him, but you know, it'll work it was. Out. He took him. He took him to two tournament runs. So yeah, it's, it's kind of lateral. Uh, hopefully, it works out for him. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I got pride. He's got pride. Um, okay, so that's is that basketball? That is Did basketball, we just talk basketball so far. Um, so far, what else you got? No, I'm just saying. Like we'll be covering it later in the year. Oh, right, that's, right, right. But for this episode, that's talking basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, another sport we should mention, it is a college sport that's going on, uh, hockey, men's hockey. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, the the Frozen Four, obviously. It's in St. Paul, Minnesota, April 5th. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. That one actually is obvious. Uh, top four teams right now, Notre Dame, Clarkson, uh, St. Cloud State. And mm-hmm. Cornell, yeah, big of course. Uh, Denver at number five. I know they're always a really, really good school. Actually, um, I'm pretty sure they've won a few national championships. Ohio State at six, North Dakota at seven. No surprise there. Northeastern at eight, Minnesota State at nine, and Providence at ten. So, there you go. There you go. Omaha down there at fifteen. They're always a good team. Always. Yep. So. There you go. That's men's hockey. Just in case anybody wanted to know. I feel like for the next episode, I'm going to do some like in-depth research and learn more about men's hockey and bring that to the table. Okay, so then uh, give me sport, and I'll, I'll, I'll have something to cover. Well, what other sports going on right now? Volleyball? No, that just ended. Ugh, what other sport? Any, like, there's got to be a sport, right? Um, I mean, women's basketball. I guess I could do that. Women's basketball. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be um, a good one. And before we go, you know what other sport uh is just recently in the news is college baseball. Yeah, well Rankins Rankins just came out. Okay, so just a quick rundown for college baseball. Uh Florida one, Oregon State two, Texas Tech three, Arkansas four, Florida State five, UNC six, TCU seven, Kentucky eight, Ole Miss Rebels nine, and Texas A and M ten. Pretty good, pretty good lineup right there. Uh, safe lineup. Yeah. I see they got my Houston Cougars down there at 24. We'll we'll be quickly rising. Um, yeah. Some some surprises. South Alabama at 20. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Duke at 25. I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. Um, um, it's it's. I only know really anything about the SEC this year since it's so early. Um, obviously, Florida's the defending champion, so they have the respect at being number one preseason. Um, but from what I hear, Arkansas is the real contender this year, um, and they should probably be expected. And that's why they finished the year at 20, and now they're starting this year at four. Yeah, that's so true. That's a huge jump. That's the yeah, biggest jump. super high. Well, Ole Miss finished the season at not ranked, and now they're preseason ranked nine. That's also pretty fucking huge. Yeah, no, I was going to say Ole Miss is another one. Uh, Ole Miss and Arkansas kind of like the two, the two players that are uh, definitely should be looked out for. I know Ole Miss, uh, obviously more than more than other teams, and I know that the pitching staff is what's going to uh, carry them this year. If they can get some 
some bats working because I know they've got a really young uh, uh, lineup this year, uh, all sophomores pretty much, and that'll really carry them. But they do have an elite staff on the mound, so that will at least carry them so far. Yeah, uh, my Houston Cougars last season finished finished the season at rank 21, now at 24. Of course, they're ranked below Texas. They are every single year, even though we always end up ranked higher than them. Whatever. Uh, very experienced team this year. Uh, the guys that they have on the field, uh, a lot of the same guys that they've had for a few years now. So, look out. They're going to be good. Mm, you know, you want to know something that I heard is kind of funny? Yeah, I do. I know that the SEC fatigue's kind of been hitting everybody, especially with the, the all-SEC college football championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I, I thought was especially humorous because how poorly they performed in all the bowl games. And everybody kind of was was tweeting and, and communicating that the SEC was down. And then, obviously, they, they get two SEC teams in the national championship. Oh, trust me. But, when, when I cheer for the American Conference and we lose every single bowl game except for the one against Auburn. Very similar situation. <laughs> but if you look back, what's funny is um, this SEC fatigue has has been in other sports too. Uh, within literally within the past twelve months, there's been an SEC uh, championship game in football, baseball, and women's basketball. Yeesh. And it's all different teams too. I'm just sick of the SEC. <laughs> literally half the league has played in a championship in the past uh, past twelve months. I'm sick of the SEC sports. until they decide to expand and take Houston. Yeah, and then then you'll be all in. Oh, I'll, I'll get an SEC tattoo. You heard um, it here first. I guess as we're wrapping up this episode, uh, I guess we should probably just like kind of go through some of the bigger games this week in basketball. Okay, what do we got? Uh, as we're talking, I know that the Iron Bowl is going on. The Iron, I don't know, the Iron Rim. What do they call it? <laughs> Auburn, no Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as we record this, obviously it's going to be over by the time people listen, but. That's a big game. I know the SEC's got a few big games today. Florida. Alabama's winning right now with five yeah. minutes and 44 seconds left by eight points. Yeah, Florida's playing Arkansas today. Um, SMU is currently beating Wichita State, although Wichita State's closing the gap. Um, second half, five minutes, 20 seconds left. Uh, hopefully Wichita State can pull that off because I want our win this weekend against them to mean more. And then uh, there's not too many big games really until the weekend, uh, per usual. Saturday's got some big games. Xavier plays Seton Hall. I'm saying Xavier. It's probably just Xavier. Xavier's playing at Seton Hall. I know that's a big game, especially in the Big East. Wichita State's actually got a pretty big game traveling to Houston. Yep. Uh, that's a noon game on ESPNU. Uh, and then a pretty big Big 12 game. It looks like TCU, Kansas State. I know Kansas State riding high off that victory over Oklahoma. Uh, overall, though, seems like a pretty pretty slow weekend in college basketball. Yeah, watch Houston, Wichita State, the AAC yeah. basketball man. It's it's a real thing now. It is sure is four teams four teams projected. Yeah, it's real. Cincinnati's just killing it too. We saw that coming. Well, probably every like college basketball fan. But hey, you know what else is real is the SEC. God damn it! All right, <laughs> all right, and that's the episode. That's gonna that's gonna close out the episode. That'll do it. All right. Well, hopefully we are back again next week. Now that I think all the technical difficulties are gone. We recorded this whole thing and like there was not a single problem. So it was on my yeah. end. That sorry. That was my fault. Okay. <laughs> until until we finish this episode and realize that we didn't record any of it. Oh my god, cuz we've also done that before. <laughs> <laughs>
that was that actually happened. Uh, so, all right, we did it. Congratulations to us. Uh, hopefully, we're back next week. Thanks for listening. All right, peace. Peace. Well, it's it's rats. It's moronic. One might even call it donkey brain. Donkey brained. Donkey brain. It means to have the brains of a donkey or a donkey type creature. Donkey brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what it means, guy. Someone who makes foolish decisions could be considered donkey brains. By the power of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Reed Mental Institution hereby decrees Frank Reynolds to not have donkey brains. Donkey brains. Donkey brains. Donkey donkey brains. So they started calling me Frankie Donkey Brains. Frankie Donkey Brains. Brains. Someone who has donkey brains could be considered reckless or moronic or idiotic. Donkey, donkey brain brains. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.